Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Keep It Open podcast. I'm Aaron. And I'm Mitchell. And today we're going to start it off with, is it rude? Thanks for asking, Aaron. Uh, the <laughs> is it rude question for today is... I'm ready. Is it rude to ask somebody their age? Oh, that's actually... Okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Yeah. What uh, you know, I'll actually give a, a brief anecdote. So I was on a date recently and we were discussing, I can't exactly remember what it was. I think it was like career goals or like something like that or uh, something like that. And, and basically I was just like, wait, how old are you? You know, and it was just totally part of the conversation. And then like, oh, she, sure, harmless. Yeah, harmless. Yeah, 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 right. And then she paused and I paused and I was like, you don't have the answer. But also oh, like, but it's funny because it's also kind of a little bit of a double standard, right? Oh, because absolutely a double standard. Yeah. But also everyone uh, put posts it on their like um, dating profiles and mm. stuff, right? Like, especially Wait, if you met so on an app. You, you knew like, how old she was from. The I mean, I could have gone and look. I didn't remember. You know, I was more. Uh, but it's also right. like keep the conversation going, right? Like, you know, it's just right. one of those, it's like how old are you again? Um, but yeah, so. <laughs> So so she didn't answer. Or no, she, she did. She that? did. She laughed. Oh, okay. She laughed. Okay, she did. No, she okay. was cool. She was cool. Um, okay. she totally answered. She totally answered, and it was totally fine. Like it was just like a little moment. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, asking someone of an older generation might be considered rude. I think that's where I, I land on this one. Mm. Yeah, I think that in this generation, it's not so much of a uh, a hang up. You know. Mm. Yeah, I, I think, well, well, first I would say it's, it's a lot different to ask for, for a man to ask a woman, mm-hmm. uh, her, her age, mm-hmm. their age, mm-hmm. I, especially the, especially the, uh, the generation above us. Um, and, and really yeah. anybody, I, I think once you start to get into the thirties, thirties, forties, fifties, I think people really try to start obscuring their age there. Cause yeah. Nobody likes to get old and, and everyone, society puts yeah, a lot of everyone's trying on women, to hide but... their, their true age. <laughs> right, right, right. Like I, I wouldn't, if I suspected somebody was 30, a, a, a woman was 35. Right. I would not ask. You'd be like, age. oh, so you're 25, right? <laughs> oh, you, you would make the joke, right? right yeah, exactly. Right. You'd yeah, make, yeah. You would make that same joke, yeah. right? Well, right, see, right. I know that you have issues surrounding your age because I remember when we first met and we're getting to know each other, we were at a barbecue and I had to press for like 30 minutes to get you to tell me how old you were yeah man look age is a touchy thing <laughs> but I, it's so like why i i still remember being mind blown like i don't yeah. get it and you're not even I, like old right and you're right. not young I, either right just like you're just literally <laughs> uh, like in the all. middle <laughs> right right i i think that in the line of work we're in 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 software sales ah. uh, my i always say nobody wants to buy software from a kid and okay so, okay that that is always but i'm not even buying software from you man right but in the work world you know i kind of try to try to um have that that image yeah i was trying to get a promotion and stuff too so you know no i feel you no i totally understand i mean i I think i would disagree uh with that to be honest with you man is like um i don't necessarily think that people don't want to buy software from someone young i think more and more uh people are, are realizing that the younger generation is kind of ahead on a lot of this stuff like I've been in right. situations where, better, right? yeah, people, you know, that should know without, you know, going too deep in the detail, people that should know how to use pieces of technology don't know how to use pieces of technology. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like showing my dad how to, like, save something as a PDF or, like, yeah, yeah. you know, and uh, whatever, like, you know, very smart people. But in today's yeah. world, especially when it comes to software and technology, the younger generation is generally the generation you want to talk to with this stuff so sure yeah. you know i shouldn't be so touchy about it that's, that's i don't think point. you should i don't think you should because you're also a really smart guy and you, you know, can just I'm let that change for yourself yeah look i'm we making did it. that change look at today. that look at that <laughs> we're changing hearts and we're changing minds only right, on well, the keep it open today, podcast i am i am that many years old that many yep you're that many years old <laughs> i'm not releasing it to the world yet well but so back to the back to the asking somebody their age thing. Yeah. You know, I also think it changes for for men. So older men, I actually, I've asked uh, many older men, coworkers and stuff. Like, okay. oh, he, so so how old are you? How long have you been in this line of work? Yeah, in the game kind of thing. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and they're like oh, 50, 55, 60, whatever. <laughs> wow. I don't think that feels that weird. It's just it's just totally different if it's a woman. I also yeah. think 
like children, right? I, I don't think that's rude at all. No, like, no, that's probably. normal. Like, oh, how old are you now? You know, mm-hmm. yeah, that's just what you do. But that's and then it starts to become. Oh, yeah, go, no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say, it, it, but then it starts to become okay again once you're past a certain age. Once you're like seventy or eighty, it, you yeah. can. It, yeah. like people want you to ask yeah you know? you're like, like i made it this far motherfucker right, what's up right right let me tell you about what <laughs> i'm still you, here you know? <laughs> i'm still uh, in even, this bitch <laughs> even even women at that age you're like you know it, I, I feel like it's uh it's a bad no absolutely my my mom is proud of her age my mother is 72 years old and she is alive and full of energy and yeah. blows me out of the water with with that like she wants to get up and go do stuff when she comes to visit and i'm like hold on let me make some coffee <laughs> like, yeah. You know, like, yeah yeah um she's like yeah. i already had two cups let's go and i'm like jesus oh, christ man. it's a lot of energy for oh years. yeah she's great man she's she's awesome and so it kind of goes to show right like age is a number as long as you like take care of your health and your mindset and stuff like that right like you can be 72 years old, but have the energy for the most part of someone in their mid to late 20s. Um, yeah. Cause yeah. man, she always jokes like, it's hard to keep up with you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it's like, I'm the one trying to keep up with you, ma. Mm. Um, but I also, you know, there is definitely that stigma on, uh, or, or the double standard between asking a woman her age and asking a man his age. I think that, yeah. that is interesting. Yeah. I think it's also a bit of an older, um, like societal, construct mm. so you think when our generation becomes 30 something 40 something 50 something it'll be less strange to ask people their age it depends right so i don't think that it's gotten to the point that point yet because i think that society still has unrealistic standards for women mm-hmm. um i think that from what i see on social media it's like um Get married, be a great wife, have a kid, have a high paying job, work really hard, own your own business, go to the gym. Like, and you have to do all of those things simultaneously to be a modern mm-hmm. woman. And it's like that mm-hmm. is an unreasonable expectation. So mm-hmm. if any women are listening and you feel the same way or you feel differently, please interact with us, comment, tweet, whatever. We'd love to have that discussion. But I was talking to uh, a woman recently and I said that and she was like, um, so when are you proposing? <laughs> uh, oh, Aaron, you're a one in a million. I know, right? <laughs> Everybody else just wants to know my age. I keep trying to tell people this. <laughs> I'm a catch, please. Um, but yeah, I, I think that that kind of goes a little hand in hand with that that age stigma, right? Is because yeah. there's these re- very unrealistic expectations of women that, you know, age is kind of almost like... Um, a watermark or not a watermark um uh it's a it's a way of like tracking your progress it's like a scarlet letter but it it is a um something that's that's aged right like like um in in hollywood you a lot of female actresses i've I've heard in interviews and and such as like especially the the older middle-aged older ones now would say you know like in the past once you're past, uh, once you're older than 30 yeah. years old or, yeah. you know, maybe 32, 35, you can yeah. get away with it with some makeup. But, you know, they're, the good roles in Hollywood are few and far between at that yeah. age. All the good roles for for women are when you're like 18 to, you know, 28 it's or 30. True. It's true. And, um, it, and then also the, the age gap between like male and female actresses in <laughs> yeah. a lot of movies is like huge sometimes. Yeah. You get like a guy who's like... <laughs> 50 years old they put some makeup on him and you know he might and all of a sudden look yeah. 30 or something but and then the the girl was like you know 22 years old or something yeah no nah, it, it's, um, it's true it's very yeah. true um, and, and they're probably in like a romantic relationship in the movie right you know? and again though that's the thing right it's like that's that societal stigma um mm-hmm. it's literally uh based on the past generation and the way things have been with a society that has been dominated by uh the patriarchy <laughs> mm-hmm. you know um that's what develops right is you know men as they get older become more attractive and women as they get older are less desirable and that is just fundamentally unfucking true it's just mm-hmm. not true mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and it's it's a myth that was created by you know yeah like a mark marketing campaign yeah and exactly and exactly things and all of that yeah and hollywood so, too also right oh 100 hollywood was you know a huge part in that um and and you know a lot of our uh consumer culture in terms of like um like you said already clothing and um mm-hmm. tv shows and like all of that stuff is like 
it all plays into that. So I think all of that kind of funnels into the idea of, you know, don't ask a woman her age. It's mm-hmm. rude. Um, mm-hmm. When truthfully, I don't think women should be, I don't, I don't feel women have anything to be ashamed of, right? Like we all age, we all get older, you know, and I'm not, not trying to speak for women here. Um, uh-huh. It's just one of those things. It's like your age well, it's is just a number. A fact about you know? it, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, just a fact. Like, hey, you have brown hair, you have brown hair, yeah. and you're, you know, 37. Yeah, right? and to like, and to clarify, it's like I don't think women should let the stigma of uh, the, the, the pressure that society has put on them, you know, um, make them feel self conscious about their age. I just think it's unfair. Yeah. I think it's wrong. So, yeah, I mean, currently, I would say it's rude to ask a woman her age. Still, though, I would, I would say yes. <laughs> that. Unless you yeah, set it up I, correctly. No, no, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, that, that, yeah. that is correct. I yeah. think if you, it depends on the relationship, of course, you can ask anybody their age if you're, if you're cool with them, I guess. But yeah, yeah, exactly. If you, if you are meeting a woman for the first time. And don't lead with that, with, guys. Don't lead with that. Don't, <laughs> hey, don't so, with that. hey, good to meet you. How old are you? Um, <laughs> can you that imagine, is, dude? I think that, that was very rude. Can you fucking imagine? <laughs> oh, well, man. that's the end of that date. Let me tell you. <laughs> good luck next time. Oh, man, uh, I guess That's, we're still living by some old societal. Yeah, I, I think we definitely are. I think, uh, you know, we're 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 transitioning into a new kind of paradigm and a new zeitgeist and a new way of viewing the world around us and processing it and defining mm-hmm. it. And I think that's really exciting. Um, real quick, before we jump into our main discussion of the day, which I am excited for, I do want to bring up two things. So one, the really funny coin market cap glitch that happened today. Um, I know yeah, I texted Aaron's a billionaire, you. by the way, everybody. Yeah, I have uh, two point four billion dollars in shib. A two, billion, more than a billion. Two point four billion dollars in shib coin, guys. So, uh, holler at me if you need a loan. I'm open to hearing business ideas. I'd love to invest. Um, so here I'm gonna pull up we're, my. We're uh, lying. That there's no. Uh, Aaron's not a billionaire. I'm not a billionaire. Um, so I'm gonna pull up uh, our Twitter real quick. I uh, took a little screenshot of my trust wallet. Um, cause everyone was kind of, uh, memeing today. Um, mm-hmm. and so, uh, I, I posted a picture of mine and said that I'm going to buy my cat a gold chain. Um, and this is why. <laughs> so, uh, as you can see here on the screen, <laughs> I'm reversed. It's over here. Uh, <laughs> the coin market cap glitch, uh, gave everybody an insane percentage return. So I'm taking my cat to the vet today, actually. And I see something about this on Twitter as I park um, and I opened my coin wallet and that's what I saw. $2.441 billion. Now it's not real. It's not true. God damn it. But I'll tell you for about a millisecond, looking at that felt really good. It felt really good. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I bet. But you're about to call off your manager and quit on the spot. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> if that was real, I would have called Yesenia and been like, yo, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I would have sold first. I would have made sure it hit, yeah, hit made the sure bank. it went through. Yeah, made sure it hit the bank first, and then uh, I'd call somebody up and say, "Hey, so it's nice knowing y'all." I'm gonna be I'm gonna be real. I 100% trolled uh, all my followers on Instagram and posted that and said, "I'm buying a private island later, nerds." And I've been getting a lot of DMs from a lot of people. Really? <laughs> yeah. Funny. A lot of women Funny. I used to talk to as well. So. <laughs> People coming out of the woodwork. Coming no. out of the woodwork. Oh, no. hey. The ginger, oh, man, the ginger beard has some to... money now. <laughs> that happens to uh, so, like, people who become famous. Oh, uh, yeah. You're like a high school you know, friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone comes out of the That's what happens to lottery winners, too, dude. It does. It ruins people's lives. It does. It absolutely does. Um, there's some other stuff I wanted to touch on real quick in regards to crypto and the metaverse, just cause they've been happening in very quick succession today. And I think, you know, Mitch and I were talking about this, um, you know, off podcast, but I think we're going to keep cycling back to the NFT metaverse crypto discussions because it's becoming so ingrained in our society. I think that it's something that is just going to keep coming up and keep changing and, and being exciting. I don't think I'll be able to not talk about it. So. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure, man. I mean, I mean, we're talking. Uh, what was the headline recently? Nike bought a um, an NFT company, right? Yes, or, or a metaverse company. Yeah, so they bought a design company. Um, okay. To yeah. basically, they're gonna, I guess, use them to um, 
do their events right or their promotional mm-hmm. stuff in ar vr sorry i know it's like a flashbang on my face right now guys i apologize um there's no dark mode on instagram on the browser um let me see browser if... instagram dude i don't even know what that looks like i know right here let me see if i can pull this up real quick oh my god it's so bright i hate this um let me see if i can find this here So the number one thing is that we're moving to web 3.0. So this is going to be a big thing, right? So if you check out this little video here, uh, basically what he's saying is web 1.0 was HTML, 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 decentralized computers talking to each other, dial up modem, very, you know, high level connection Mm -hmm. and and development. 2.0 is a centralized internet, right? which is basically you can think of it of like cubicles in a big room. You got like Facebook, MySpace, LinkedIn, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then Google, Google, YouTube, Amazon, they came in and and bought the whole thing up, owned the whole thing. Web Mm -hmm. 3.0 is going to be based on the blockchain and it's going to be anti-monopoly, secure networking, data ownership, which is a huge issue in today's world, Mm -hmm. Um, interoperability, um, so being able to achieve things within your own like little you don't need to. Yeah. And anyway, it gets it gets a little complex, but um, yeah. basically you don't need permission to do things like mm-hmm. even financial transactions like no bank will be in charge of a financial transaction that I'm doing in the future of the mm. decentralized web. If we'll I do my transactions, over, yeah, full ownership between like that, right? my transactions, my financial data like mm-hmm. all of it right um so that's one interesting thing and then i'm trying to find the other um screenshots that i i had uh basically long story short amazon's doubling down on crypto adidas is doubling down on nfts and the metaverse um obviously atari and a bunch of other brands are going real deep into this stuff um they are making large investments acquisitions um buying 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 um so you know this is one of those things right where in the past like with the internet when it was in its infancy people said oh it's not going to be anything more than you know a way to take notes or something like that and Mm -hmm. we all know that that's just not true now so uh very interesting stuff keep an eye on it that's my piece (laughs) yeah who knows maybe we'll become a Maybe we'll become a metaverse podcast. Well, listen, all we need to do is get some cool looking avatars made and then we get a virtual reality set up and then we just become VTubers. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, like uh, I can have maybe. hair again. <laughs> It'll be great. Who, who's the art? The gorillas? The, they're totally virtual, right? Yeah. The, uh, they're, uh-huh. they're decades ahead of us. Uh, ahead oh, yeah. of the, the metaverse. Right? They've been doing this for forever. Well, have you heard of uh, Iron Mouse or Nanners? Or um, Code Nico? I have not. So they're already they all virtual artists. They're all virtual streamers, YouTubers. Um, mm. I'll pull up. Uh, I was watching uh, Iron Mouse the other day. <laughs> she's really, she's really funny. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I'll just pull up a quick little video here uh, for the podcast. But so it's a virtually rendered model, and it reacts to facial expressions and everything and all that. And they interact hmm. with their entire fan base that way. Whoa, um, but, but it's her voice, right? Like she's yeah, still it's her, it's her talking and doing yeah, her whole yeah, thing, yeah. but it's an animated character. Um, hmm. And so some of them are like three dimensional, kind of like us here on the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's models like in VR chat where they are like full 3D. Hmm. Hmm. Um, and so that's coming and there's already people doing that in the metaverse. Um, it's already starting to happen. There's a guy with a podcast and he's, doing it virtually as a virtual character. Hmm. Um, so that's going to be another really popular thing that's coming. So Very exciting cool. stuff, guys, exciting stuff. Why don't we uh, why don't we hop into the meat and potatoes of, mm. of today's episode? Why don't we today? We are going to be looking at some questions on Ask Reddit. Oh, yeah. Very good stuff on here, guys. So. Do you want to take us into our uh, first topic, Mitch? You want to do some scanning? See, see what looks interesting here? Yeah, yeah. So we, we're on Reddit. We're, uh, you know, as uh, on the day that we're filming this, we're just looking at the top Ask Reddit questions. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll start at the top and, and kind of talk about some of these and, and give our opinions. 
So the first one I've got for, for people listening out there and who can't see the screen is Redditors from foreign countries. What's something us Americans aren't ready to hear? Oh, God. Uh, I, I'm an American, uh, born and raised here. Yeah. So uh, I, I would say uh, if I was from Europe, I would say something about probably the the like soda sizes like that, that's like a that's yes. like a oh, my you know like a really sizing. trendy thing to yeah. like be passionate about you guys like, eat too much yeah you guys <laughs> eat and drink eat too much, and too like, much. Yeah. over here in europe we only get you know your size small is our size yep. large and we yep. have no free refills exactly like, i see that in comments like uh, on the reg on food videos I feel. oh yeah absolutely and also you know beyond that uh i think you know there's a couple big ones for me, right? Like our public transportation here in comparison to oh, other yeah. parts of the world yeah, that's uh, is, is rough for the most part, unless you're in New York. And even if mm-hmm. you're in New York, the subway system is uh, in desperate need of an overhaul. Speak. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's a big one. Um, I mean, I could think of a whole bunch of stuff, but why don't we jump into some of these comments and see uh, yeah, yeah. what they have to we're say We're not here. looking at the comments, by the way. We're, we're trying to kind of guess what, what people say. Yeah, we were going to kind of see, but... Uh, oh, I'm sorting hey. my best. First one is, uh, oh, why don't why you don't have don't more you trains? Have trains? <laughs> oh, brilliant. You got it, Aaron. Uh, see? See? Public transport. Yep. Oh. Second top one is lobbying is essentially legal bribery. Oh, that's, that's, mm. that's beautiful. I love that's that. That's not allowed in Europe? I don't think it is. Hmm. The amount of food you waste is insane. That's there true. There you go. Yep. Although, you know, I visited London. There is, you know, London is so similar to the United States. Right. I feel that I, I really didn't feel like I was outside of the United States. Although the train worked really well. Fair enough. Oh, uh, you got some healthcare stuff. All of right. Of course. All yeah, right. yeah. Well, it's true. Yeah, it's yeah, true. Yeah. Don't be a Debbie Downer here. <laughs> it's true, though. <laughs> it is true. It is true. <laughs> Working as intended for the corporate overlords. <laughs> Listen, Daddy Bezos says jump and we say how high, okay? That's just how we do it here in America. We're high achievers, right? We like to yep. we like to make Daddy proud. Yep. Why well, is staying it? alive isn't something that should cost more than a person's net worth. Ouch. <laughs> Why Jeez. is it so expensive to call an ambulance? The, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> so true. Dude. It really so is. True. Though. So I, when I was uh um when I was in high school, I had a surgery. Um stomach surgery i had an ulcer and they had to cut off oh, no. a piece of my stomach oh my god what yeah yeah i went to the emergency room and, um but but how did i get to the emergency room you might ask so i was in pain okay. so after school school ended at like 2 30 or something and i okay. had gotten home okay. um and i was in pain dude this yeah. is it was the worst pain i had ever felt gut wrenching just somebody like like a knife in your stomach and like <laughs> twisting it i, I was <gasps> like just on i couldn't i was just i was just on the couch i couldn't move and it was tense i was sweating and jesus terrible pain in my stomach right so you're having a great time oh yeah, yeah okay. what an awesome time and yeah. uh yeah. um my, i try to take tylenol and everything it just right. nothing helped right yeah and i call my dad um he's at work my parents both work till like seven or whatever and i was like dad like you know my stomach hurts here's how bad it is right got wrenching pain i give him the knife anecdote and he's like mitch whatever you do don't call an ambulance and i was like dad i need to go to the emergency room like like this this hurts so bad he was like no 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 no. i'll when i come home i'll drive you to the hospital don't worry and i'm like that's in like three or four hours it's like this not and he's like no, no 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 i know i know just just hold out until then and then i'll come home so so basically he comes home that day he he tries to oh not even God. drive me to the emergency room first he tries <laughs> to fix the problem himself he's like well can we like how bad does it hurt? You know, like, can we, can we like do some kind of like home Dad. remedy, little Pepto-Bismol or something? Um, and we didn't know is it, uh, it was a stomach ulcer at the time. So, I mean, oh my his God. mind, he was probably like, oh, it's probably a stomach ache. And then uh, eventually he drives me to the emergency room. They, they tell him I need surgery. And then he's like, okay, well, yeah, you probably should have gone earlier, but. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. That's, oh my God. But the, the ambulance here, I mean, I think it would have cost, the ambulance alone for a relatively short ride would have been 1500 bucks or something. Oh, for, if not more. Yeah. And, if well, not so more. We were pretty close. I mean, we weren't too yeah. far from the hospital, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that short ride would have been no, it's, uh, it's, at least 1500 bucks. Which absolutely. Is, no, no, um, no doubt about it. No doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had other friends who they have ambulance rides that, you know, 
three, five grand just, just for yeah. the ambulance, right? Let alone the, the, the medical bills, there. operation. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. kind of, it, it's kind of out of control. I mean, without yeah. diving down that black hole of uh, healthcare in America, healthcare in the I think, States. I think it, uh, <laughs> suffice to say, uh, some work could be done. I don't think oh, it's uh, <laughs> an effective system. No, no um, not at all. If you uh, scroll down a bit, uh, this is one that I actually have heard from friends uh, is true. And I can't quote to it specifically because the last time I was abroad was when I was like 14. Um, Mm -hmm. And so it's been a minute. But I've heard this from multiple friends who've gone abroad. Um, The quality of your fast food is absolutely horrible compared to that of Canada's. I'm referring to the same chains like Burger King, McDonald's, all of that. Um, and a bunch of people attesting here that, you know, in Australia and other places, um, the quality is actually good. Mm. Like, and I think that's mm. really weird. Like yeah. that has to be something with like the corporations, like headquarters in that country isn't cutting corners in the way I that they do it. here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, and, and well said earth man G two, two honestly based uh, man's woke he understands he's got <laughs> but, it you know it's it's true because i think in those other countries you, there's like a baseline level of quality that i think you have to to meet but we uh, kind of surpassed that here in america also with, nice nice pun the, that was good i like that what, what was it a baseline to meet <laughs> get it oh i didn't even i didn't even realize <laughs> i didn't realize you're so clever uh, mitch I'm, I'm that clever yeah uh but but here I, th- I think i feel like you can bypass a lot of it due to due to capitalism i mean oh absolutely you know, how, how cheap can we get and, it? how fast can and we get again it? that ties back to the other person's comment of most likely lobbying to mm. get around mm-hmm. some of those constraints right mm-hmm. although now i think that there is a, a really a pretty big push especially in fast food for higher quality um fast food and not so much like I guess there's not like movements around it, but it's more so yeah. like people are voting with their dollar. Like, like you'll go to Chick-fil-A yeah. cause you know, the quality is like significantly higher than, um, yeah. Like McDonald's or something. Yeah. Or, they have a higher standard. You know, raising canes is, is, yeah. is pretty or, high or quality. Or In-N-Out even. Yeah. Or In-N-Out. 100%. Right. And, yeah. and, and Chipotle. I think that's the emergence of these like fast casual yeah. restaurants too, like Chipotle. Yeah. Yeah. And well, others Chipotle's had are... its own issues, but yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. Right. It's still in that in that same boat. Another comment just below that is um, uh, Flamange said, uh, I was also shocked at the bad quality of restaurant of the restaurant itself in Slovenia. Mm. Went to a McDonald's and it was like a cafe. They had macaroons and orchids decorating. It was amazing in New York. All the McDonald's I saw were run down and really dodgy. And that mm. is so true. That is true. So yeah. true. Every like now I- and then you'll find a McDonald's that is either like newly renovated or I don't know, the management staff like takes cleanliness and upkeep seriously. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you're a little sketchy walking into McDonald's. They're, like they're sketchy. Your, your bathrooms are probably pretty gross. Yeah. Like, you might be, you, if you drop yeah. something on the table, you might not want to eat it. Yeah. hundred percent, which should not be the case. Like what's up with that? I don't get it. Anyway, well, I think, I think also though, the, the fast food restaurants here, I, I, this is all, I'm speculating here. I don't, I don't know. But yeah. I think here is fast food restaurants might serve a different purpose than in Europe, right? Like, yeah. I know that in China, pizza restaurants like um, like Pizza Hut or Papa John's, one of those, yeah. is like a sit-down restaurant. It's like a nice uh, restaurant that you go to for a, like like the equivalent of what we would go to, like a Cheesecake Factory or something like that. Oh, wow. Um, so it's like a different purpose under the same brand name. Yeah. So I'd imagine that, you know, overseas, McDonald's might be that, uh, serve as like sort of a cafe and whatever your cheaper, faster food might come from like a mom and pop shop, or there might be other brands out there that do that. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. It's it's not quite as simple as like, you know, like it's obviously all under one brand name, but yeah, but uh, I do think that there, there's some intricacies there. Well, that's good to know, Mitch, honestly. Yeah. So uh, if I ever make it over to, uh, you know, Beijing or something, I'll uh, make sure to uh, check out Papa John's. Check out pizza, man. Yeah. yeah. That's well, should insane. we go to the next question? Yeah, let's keep it rolling. Um, let's see here. I'll pick this next one. <clears throat> All right. What is the most pointless ability you possess? <laughs> mm. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, I've got one that's pretty pointless, actually. All right, All right. let's hear it. Let's hear it. Um, so 
you ready for the sound? I'm going to do it. It's all with my fingers. So, oh no, you hear that? I did. Yeah, it's oh. like popping. What is no? the? What, what are you doing? Yeah, so it's a it's a suction cup with my fingers. I'm doing this with my middle finger here. Okay, and then I'm pulling it through like that, but <laughs> like suctioning against my neck <laughs> makes like a popping sound. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty cool. It's a nice party trick. <laughs> It goes over great with kids. I'm sure it does. That's awesome. Nope. Nice. Nope. Okay. Nope. Not is, many people I've met can do that. Too, that is so pretty say. pretty pointless. I won't lie yeah, to you. That is yeah. that is pretty pointless. <laughs> um, <clears throat> let me think. I don't even know. What is a pointless ability that I have? Can you do that? No, I can't. <laughs> I can't. I got a lot of pointless Dude, abilities. I'm terrible at snapping. Like, I can barely snap. I don't know what it is. I know I'm doing it right. It, I can't snap. I don't know. Maybe I'm huh. just the pointless ability. Clearly, <laughs> I just... <laughs> so let's see what some of the Redditors have said. Uh, I can rearrange almost any word alphabetically forwards and backwards and do so throughout the day. The only person that Whoa. knows this weird thing is my wife, and she routinely asks me to do it because it makes her laugh. Rearrange almost any word. Alphabetically forwards, forwards and, and backwards so if the word is 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 word you would say d-o-r-w yeah and then you would say well the backwards is just the opposite is, but yeah w-r-o-d that's wild all right go so then take the word go human for example op can arrange it alphabetically forward a-h-m-n-u and backward u-n-m-h-a respectively that's wild okay um, I can spit juggle mm. grapes. That's enough said. That is pointless, but also <laughs> very cool. Um, I am jealous and scared. I agree with yeah, you to ten percent. I agree. Yep. This I is definitely a pointless. Pick out the slowest grocery store checkout lane. <laughs> okay, that is That's not funny. a pointless ability. That is just that is the smart. slowest. <laughs> yeah, so that you when can optimize. You ever need no, so you can optimize. If you can see the slowest, you can avoid it. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. I make the fastest lane become slow as soon as I get in line. Nice one, Miss Karg. That's good. That is good. Um, hey, on that note, do you do uh, do you do self checkout or are you a have a cashier checkout? Uh, depends on how much stuff I have. Oh, okay. If it's like a quick trip, then self checkout. If it's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. if it's if I was like doing a full shop, then yeah. But lately, mm. I've been going back to uh, Trader Joe's. So if I got any other uh, Trader Hoes in the uh, channel right now, what up? How's Trader it going? Joe's is fire. It's so good. I missed it. Um, yeah. I, do I, they have that in Europe? That's something you guys. Yeah, don't I don't know. So yeah. listen, hey, yeah, be jealous. Get you some Trader Joe's, OK, because it is amazing. I love Trader Joe's. Um, let's see here. I'm extraordinarily good at towel whipping. Made someone bleed once. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. You know, that's uh, I don't think that's pointless, though. No, it's definitely not pointless, especially it, it, it definitely just, has a purpose. Um, it's like Erm, a self-defense uh, mechanism. Ermgard Nava. If you're in um, if you're in high school, especially high, those high school gyms, man, they uh, they get pretty, pretty ruthless. That's in what there. I'm saying. You can, you, you can do a little if you're you the can, king of towel whipping. I mean, you're kind of running the show. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. No one makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I can tell the time based on the position of the sun. Okay, this is a really long one, no. but that's not pointless. That's pretty fucking cool. That is um, really cool. He says, okay, so so I went full blast learned to learn different ways of telling time from clocks to sundials. I can sort of do it from most of it's fucking useless. If my it my wait, if my seven year old self was right, we all have digital clocks, sun our wrists in our pockets, our screens. Yeah, but it's so cool. That's cool though. Honestly, really cool. I'm not gonna also, lie. Also, if you're out was, camping, right? Yeah, I think that guy was fishing. I think he he knows it's cool, and he wanted people to tell him it's cool. Oh, he wants some compliments. Yeah, he's like, I think he's oh, like, here's it's... my whole anecdote about when I was a kid, I got yeah. in trouble for being unable to read an analog clock face because I can just look at the sun and tell I can you just look at the sun. Yeah, and it's like, but it's pointless because there's clocks everywhere now, and he's totally. This like, guy guys, wants me to totally com fishing. comment. Comment. That's not pointless. You're yeah. so cool. Yeah, exactly. He's totally fishing. Um. Okay. Let's see. Let's do one more of these comments. Let's do one more here. Do you see the one about the soap? No. What is the, it? I can catch the soap if dropped in the shower nine times out of ten. I call it being soapidextrous. Uh, 
<laughs> I question people who still use bar soap, I guess. But yeah, true. Uh, but <laughs> that is rather pointless. <clears throat> so and yeah. nine times out of ten. I mean, yeah. what I mean, it's still, not even not even every time. Still kind of pointless. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take us to our next one, Mitch? Yeah, let me let me find awesome. a good one. Ooh. Uh, you know, I I don't know if you eat cereal, but there's the question of what's the best cereal. This is going to be a hot topic. I think we should definitely check out Reddit's hot takes. Mm. Mm. Let's dive yeah. in. Let's yeah. dive in. Um, okay, so before, yeah, before we get to the comments, the comments I wanna... you want to you want to take it away, Mitch? Let's, you want to you want to start the drama? Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Right. There are many good cereals out there. Okay, I would say true. Uh, they're all the ones I like are all very sweet. Okay. They're basically ba- they're basically desserts, so I don't know yes. why kids eat them for for breakfast. They're very bad for you, America. Um, oh, that's, uh, yeah, you don't have that in Europe, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take that, Europe. Yeah. So uh, no cinnamon toast cereal. crunch, I love, but I will say oh, this is true of every cereal. It has to be very crunchy. I no. don't like soggy cereal at all. Yeah, no. I think the milk has to be frigid, like. Ice cold milk. Yep. I, I I go so far as to put milk in the freezer sometimes before putting it over my cereal. Just, you know, five minutes, five ten minutes. Let it let it cool down a little bit, and I, I think it just enhances the experience. And sometimes <laughs> I will uh, I will do two cups, one with the dry cereal, one with milk. Do a little little you know shake of cereal in the mouth. Drink some milk because I just love it that crunchy. Um, okay. So anyway, those are my weird cereal habits. But I would say cinnamon toast crunch. If you ever had um, Oreos, no, you had Oreos. It's no. the Oreo cereal. That is my favorite cereal. It sounds like diabetes. Oh, it, it tastes like <laughs> Oreos. Um, you get some cold, ice cold oh. milk on there. Oh, it's so good. Okay, That's, it's it's great. It's a dessert. All right. it's- yeah, that is a hundred percent a dessert. Um, I'm gonna have to probably go with you on the uh, cinnamon toast crunch. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was mm-hmm. like one of my favorite cereals growing up. Now, I am a little bit different, though, in my application of milk to cereal ratio. So, mm. or not ratio, I guess, but method of intake. The method, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the logistics. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what I do is cereal in the bowl, milk over the top, give it a little stir, and then let it sit for like... Oh, Naren. No, no, no. Let it sit for like 30 seconds, a minute, and then start eating. Okay. Because okay. I like crunch... But mm-hmm. I also like when the cereal absorbs a little bit of the cold milk. Mm. And so it, it tenders it just a little, just yeah. a tiny bit. And, and you also get like a juicy piece of cereal. You like and bite like, into and it and it just you get the, squirts yeah, out. You get all the flavor. Oh, my God. This is getting. Mm. Oh, what mm. Mitchell. Mitchell. Mitchell, please. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> juicy cereal. Oh. It hits your tongue and just I, see. oozes out. Ooh. <laughs> This is getting uncomfortable Ooh, that's good stuff. I'm covering my cat's ears. This is turning into an 18 plus conversation. Um, you know, it's funny, though, because so, I feel like a lot of Americans have very strong opinions about cereal. I've mm. I've I've heard many arguments over what is the best cereal and people really have strong feelings about this. Yeah, <laughs> I think because it's so ingrained as like the breakfast food in America. Yeah that uh, people like probably went 10 years of their childhood eating the same cereal every day. You know, you're not wrong. Um, and uh, it was probably such a staple in their household that they feel really that they feel connected it. to it in that way. Yeah. 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 I think you're probably right. I think you're probably right. Let, let's um, see what the, the Redditors had to say. Oh God. All right. So I'm not reading the first one, but Baron said, I don't know anyone else that loves Raisin Bran, but I love Raisin Bran. <laughs> So I came here to see if Raisin Bran was a top comment, because when I go to buy Raisin Bran, it is often low on stock, <laughs> dot, 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 Raisin Bran. <laughs> oh, funny. First of all, Baron, well-written, terrific well cadence. Well-written, but it's just incorrect. It, it I, is wrong. Now, <laughs> it is wrong. I'm sorry, Baron. It is 100% wrong. But I will also say that Raisin Bran is my dad's favorite cereal. So, Baron, what, there the are appeal, Raisin Bran fans. Dude? Well, what's listen, listen, I'm not going to lie. I don't hate it. I don't I hate it. Don't hate it. I don't hate I mean, it. It's, it's not still my go-to. sugary corn cereal. But... Yeah, it's not my go-to. Mm-hmm. But it's not bad. Really? No, I don't think it's bad. It's definitely. If, look, if there's other options, like I'll take fucking Honey Nut Cheerios, like which is honestly pretty freaking bland. But yeah, I'll take yeah, yeah. Cheerios over Raisin Bran. But like yeah. 
some days going, uh, you know, school, middle school, high school, my dad mm-hmm. would be having a bowl of cereal and he'd just like pour me a bowl of Raisin Bran. I would mm. eat it. It's not that bad. It's really not. It's not that bad. And maybe I'm falling into this camp of like people who people who love to hate Raisin Bran. You know, people <laughs> love to hate Raisin this Bran. This goes back it's to our a... conversation with Danny about an overly critical culture. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Come yeah. on. We, we have a perfectly good cereal in front of us, and <laughs> and and we all hate it. We're overly critical. I think it's a it's consumer just, society, man. Raisin Bran is just so. It's an old, old people cereal. It's like not with the times. It's an old it, it people just, cereal. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think it. I think it is an old cereal too. Like I think that it was popular in I don't know mid nineties or something like that. Yeah. It's just stuck around this long. It's it's yep. kind of like grits, you know? Like yeah. You ever eat grits? Like yeah. grits are good. But it's kind of an old food, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, you got to spice it up. You got to do like cheese grits with some like sausage yeah, in there. you need something. You need now, something see, in there. If you look down, your mom's dream man said, uh, you're not. You're the only other person I know who likes Raisin Bran. I love the shit. Have you done the one with honey oats or whatever? That shit is like God himself came down and blessed my bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said Raisin Bran Crunch. That. It's amazing. Add blueberries or bananas. Now, oh, here's the okay. thing, though. I feel like I want to try it now. But... I could see Raisin Bran Crunch, which is like their more sugary version, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. With some fresh banana slices and some fresh blueberries, cold blueberries out of the fridge. I could see that actually being really nice. That and could that's, be amazing. That's more of like yeah. a healthy breakfast, right? Like, yeah. If, if we're talking just like top cereals the sugary desserty ones fuck yeah like all day because oh, it's yeah yeah it's dessert how can you not uh, I, I think see see this guy's getting into the, the different conversation this is not whether or not i think raisin bran is good or not it's like <laughs> raisin bran is good it's fine it's yeah, fine it's yeah, good yeah, yeah. it's but just not the best what's cereal the best? out there you know he's, it's he's not the best straying away from the question he didn't <laughs> understand the, the assignment yeah <laughs> All right, I'll uh, see what, uh, there's a lot man. of raisin bran here, man. Like, you can get anything aside from Quaker oatmeals. Okay, oatmeals? what? What happened to Kellogg's? What is That's happening in the what is happening on this Reddit thread right now? What That's are these? Pass. These are bots, dude. These are bots. These, these are, are these are NPCs, bots. dude. NPCs. Never eaten. Never <laughs> NPCs. These are Never NPCs. Never eaten a bowl of in their lives. Fruity Pebbles. All right, fair. Fair. Pebbles is good. There we go. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. All right. We, we got our Cinnamon Toast Crunch. We're good. We can leave. We can leave. All right. We can leave. All right. Reddit, How Reddit agreed. Oh, 27. It's not, not too strong. Not dude. too strong, dude. I don't understand. Mm. Uh, my cat's looking at me in complete disbelief right now. It's like, really? Raisin Bran? He's <laughs> like, really? Cinnamon Toast Crunch is that far down the list? <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. What? <laughs> Uh, and then the next one I see is Honey Bunches of Oats with, with almonds. That That is a very good cereal. Okay. I would almost say that that's Honey my Bunches top five. Honey Bunches is good. But also, like, are people, do you think people are fronting so they didn't get flamed for putting, like, a really unhealthy cereal as their answer? Maybe. I'm Ooh. surprised I didn't see, Ooh, like, Cocoa Pebbles or, like, like, yeah, dude. I'm like, surprised. Oh, you know, I'm healthy. I, I'm, I'm European, you know. Yeah, exactly. I'm not American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I save my unhealthy meal for when I go to buy Mc- McDonald's later and it's actually delicious. <laughs> Yeah, that guy eating raisin bran, he, he's actually got a pantry stocked with cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just straight like, lying. Oh, you know, you know, straight raisin lying. Bran. <laughs> uh, okay, <clears throat> this one's kind of funny. Where do you see yourself in five minutes? I'm, I'm debating clicking on Ooh. that. <laughs> what else we got? What else we got? <clears throat> Ooh, Okay. What are you sick of being romanticized or being portrayed positively? I want, I want, I want to see that. Mm, what are you sick of being romanticized or being portrayed positively? I am sick of seeing uh, wealth being mm. portrayed uh, or being romanticized. I don't mm-hmm. think that wealth and and you know aspiring to have wealth is something that shouldn't be a positive portrayal. I think it's a good aspiration to have to make money and be successful. Mm-hmm. But I think that the romantic the romanticization is that even a fucking word? Romanticizing um, of the wealth, maybe. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, guys. Yeah. <clears throat> I think linguists. that <laughs> looking at wealth and ro- making it romantic, rose-colored glasses. I think that's um, dangerous, and I think that's mm-hmm. where we found ourselves in society right now. Is people are obsessed with money and wealth in a way that is unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you look into it a little bit, I don't know if I've mentioned this in a previous podcast or if this was just a discussion I had with someone last week. I can't recall. Um, the rates of uh, depression, suicide, um, panic attacks and uh, drug addiction and all kinds of stuff skyrocket when you start making 
over um honestly it was i think the cutoff was over six figures just over six figures so like right when you make over a hundred thousand dollars the numbers start going up and then once you make seven figures they go up even higher so mm. more, mo money, mo more problems. mo money more problems <laughs> i i would have to say i, I would say relationships but Ooh. but more specifically i'm sick of seeing um like marriage in particular ah. like hey we get married let's go buy a nice house decorate it how we want it our dream house we've got a dog we you know we we, we do the christmas card thing we we have a kid we everything's perfect like we never fight it's like that, all these things tv and, uh, show marriage yeah yeah, yeah. you it's know we make dinner together every time yeah, we, go to the yeah, gym. Yeah. we just spend every hour and we love each other so much uh, and our work uh, lives are perfect and, and, work lives are perfect. <laughs> and everything's great yeah it's not yeah i'm, I'm with you and, I see, yeah, yeah. In reality, I mean, look, the older generation would always say that marriage is, is hard work. Marriage is bitter work. And true. I think that that's totally true. Like, it's it, it's hard work. There's there's compromise. And I think yeah. divorce rates have, have risen significantly over the past few years. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, will continue to They've rise. Continuing, I, think because yeah. mm -hmm. I think that marriage is kind of... Um, uh, I think just looked looked uh, looked at um, in in this light of like everybody needs to do it, um, everybody everybody should want to do it, and then once you're in it, you realize like oh god, like I'm in this terrible relationship, and like don't yeah. even like this other person anymore, and yeah, um, just want to do anything I can to get out of it. Yeah, no, I hear you, and even you know to kind of broaden the the, the subject a little bit, I think even you know zooming out past marriage, I think. A lot of relationships are romanticized because of social media, even mm -hmm. just couples dating or, you know, whatever. Like whenever you end up actually getting to know people and looking behind the, the curtain, so to speak, there's always kind of the generic drama that you, you, you expect. Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. in today's world, we romanticize everything because we control the narrative. We yeah. show the world what we want the world to see with our right. social media and it's not transparent it's not you know open and unbiased it is mm -hmm. you know we control it so yeah but i think that's you fair. know until you until you start having you know conversations with, with other people and other friends and yeah saying you know how are your relationships what, what's your parents relationship yeah. like then you realize everybody has problems everybody yeah. has not and i would go one step further and yeah. say not only does everybody have problems, everybody has like the same problems, very like, similar ones. Yeah, they're, they're pretty much the same problem. You know, so their roommate issues, whether it's dishes yeah. or trash or it's like money problems or it's like this religious thing or you have problems with the in-laws or like the relatives, like all the problems. Like everybody's had these problems. hundred percent. Right? But but it's like if you're just on social media, you'd be like, wow. Well, I guess uh, I guess they don't have these problems. Yeah, so, uh, like uh, I guess I'm you know the only I'm one. Flawed, yeah. And so yeah. yeah, I'm the one that should feel bad here. Apparently, yeah. No, I feel let's you. See man. What, uh, let's see what some of the let's see what Reddit thinks. Said. Let's see what Reddit thinks. Oh, this first one's a novel. My real parents. How was that raised? Oh, I had forgotten that this uh, this question was not a, a marriage and money question. <laughs> I think what he's okay, trying so to say is like, it, don't romanticize, you know, going and looking for your birth parents. Like, it's right. not a good process. It's not a fun process. Yeah, I have. Um, I've heard that. I've yeah. heard that a lot. Um, yeah. That it's kind of like, don't meet your idols kind of thing. Um, and not not to say that the parents who gave you up for adoption are your idols, but um I, I think that people expect a lot more from meeting their birth parents yeah. and but but you're like expecting your birth parents to act a certain way and to like it's, have this certain reaction and yeah. maybe even foster a relationship with you and yep. it is just uh, so many times just like oh well good to meet you good luck out there kiddo yep. sport you know yep uh um, i agree I agree. One of my close friends is adopted and uh, I think he's made some attempts at contact, I believe. Mm -hmm. But I mean, his adopted family is his family and they take great care of him. And, and you know, he's very happy. And so, um, 
Luckily, yeah. I don't think he's gone down that rabbit hole, but I think that's a really actually a really great point to bring up, you know, because it is romanticized, right? Like it's been romanticized in TV and film. TV a lot of times, yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. just not accurate. Like <laughs> if an adoption took place, there's probably a reason for it. And, yeah. you know, yeah. That's, that's the heavy. first one that comes to mind is, is uh, did, you, did you watch The Office? Yeah. Yeah, so Aaron, that character that they introduced yes. in like season seven, right? Yes. She, she finds her mother and uh-huh. they have this emotional, um, you know, coming together. And it happens at this, the reveal, like where they're doing, they're yep. all on stage. They're talking yep. about this documentary and everything. And Aaron's mom comes up. It's super emotional. Yeah. Like they love each other. Yeah. And I think, but those two people have to be certain types of people to like want that, you know? And I don't, Absolutely. I just don't think that uh, it's realistic. I don't think, so. I don't think so either. I mean, that's probably a rare case to be honest. Oh, super rare. Yeah. 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 Next I mean, one. You, most people probably don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> yeah, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, that's why it happened in the first place, right? You know, right. For one reason or another. Um, the next one is uh, alcoholism. I would also agree with that. I saw that. Yep. So explain this one to me. So when we're when we say, "What are you sick of being romanticized or being tra- portrayed positively?" Yeah. Alcoholism, not in the sense of like I'm going to alcoholics anonymous, right? More like we drink a lot on the weekends kind of thing or what um, was this saying i think i think this person is trying to so so i think that in america there is um well i wouldn't even say just america i think kind of the world right now at least the first world um mm-hmm. with younger people uh there is a we consume a lot i mean a lot of a lot of young people drink probably more than is uh reasonable mm-hmm. um maybe not even just on the weekends mm-hmm. um and I think what this is probably driving at, and from my experience in the entertainment industry, the music industry and stuff like that, is uh, a lot of people are actually func- functioning alcoholics um, mm. or functioning drug addicts. Um, mm. So whether it's weed or cocaine or alcohol, a lot of people have some of these habits. And because of social media, TV and film, um, a lot of the things that we consume, the line gets a little bit blurred, I think, with habits. And right. I think that's kind of what this person is alluding to in one word. That's how it strikes me. And I would have to mm. agree. I would definitely I, I, I would have I, uh, to agree. I like that explanation. Uh, that helps me understand it. it yeah. It's really that culture around. Uh, there, there's so much culture built around drinking. Dates. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, business meetings. Yep. Just dinner. Wine at night to go to sleep. Um, yeah. Beer with the boys. Uh, sporting events. Like every everything All of it. Around, built around. So I looked up. And also it's, qualifies, it's, <clears throat> well, it's oh, just real quick. Yeah. It's funny yeah, too yeah, because like people get wasted. Like blackout fucking drunk. Friends will have to take them home. You know a right. total danger to themselves and others around them. Um, potential alcohol poisoning. Like life threatening. Right. It can be. Mm-hmm. Um, wake up the next day with a massive hangover. Be like whoa man i need a cheeseburger. And everyone's like yeah. oh, Dave you were so fucked up. It's like. And then brag about it. And it's they like yo pretty serious like that's actually not a good thing and so (laughs) that is worse than most um we we justify the shame from other drugs yeah we justify and romanticize the shame yes that i see i see now what what he's cover it you know he or she or she we we mask it to cover it and make ourselves feel like it's all right that we got out of control i don't even know if it's to cover it like it's it's a cool thing like some some people some people like the, the feeling, but of, that's because, of but, stuff, oh, right? no, no, no. Yeah. I mean, listen, I drink probably more than I should. <clears throat> I love beer, um, but that's what this is saying, right? It's been romanticized right. and mm-hmm. it's been portrayed positively. So right. it's, it's, it's right. a mask over the issue. And so mm-hmm. that's what society has done is like, you know, yeah. and I, I know people that don't even like the taste of alcohol, but go out and oh, drink sure. and Most people get don't. screwed yeah. up. And it's because society makes them feel like they should or that it's mm-hmm. the, it's a, the right thing to do or the social mm-hmm. thing to do and it's not guys it's not if you don't want to drink I, don't fucking drink <laughs> right right i think um you know from from my own experience i i think that it it's it's a good way to for for me to like maybe connect with a friend or friends who i haven't seen in a while it's um pretty low barrier because because people do it um but i would just as soon like go to eat food instead oh absolutely like, like it's not um yeah man yeah it's like I, and, i'm not one to like suggest doing drinking and stuff like that it, it was just me no. I, I suggest food first, <clears throat> when my when my family was in town recently i'd go out to eat a lot and you know it's on uh it's on mom or dad's dime and i would have like yeah. a beer with dinner mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, it's not a party scenario right yeah you know, we're not trying to 
get wild and just having a nice beer with my uh, burger or something, whatever. And that's fine. Um, But yeah, kind of go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, I, I uh, so Googling what qualifies as an alcoholic. That so, I, I had a conversation with someone last week. It's not real. Really? I Listen, I think that that is not I don't know. WebMD, dude. WebMD. Bro, that is like the number one website people go to when they have a headache and it's like you're dying. Like, come I'm on. self-diagnosing here. <laughs> yeah, what does it say? It's like more than six alcoholic drinks a week. You're uh, an alcoholic? It says if you have more than, uh, so for women, more than three drinks a day or seven total in a week for men. It's so that'd be, so that'd be four a day. So that'd be oh. one, one beer a day. Right. Over the course of seven days or uh, seven drinks in one night. If you more surpass than seven drinks in one night, three drinks that would be a your day, allotment for the week. Seven a week. Um, what isn't it saying? That does saying not like, make sense. Isn't it saying like, if, if I, if you and me are drinking at a bar and we both, if we have as a man, as a man, we both have more than four drinks we'd be considered alcoholic or in a in a in a week if we had more than 14 drinks is it more than no it'd be more than seven right Uh, seven drinks a week more than seven in a week yeah for women yeah is that that what is it for men in a week uh for men it's 14 more than 14 in one week in one week yeah well but i'm an alcoholic <laughs> by I mean, WebMD totally standards, changes, right? Based on body composition and stuff. Like yeah, that. and I mean, it also depends on what's going on. There might be some weeks where I really don't drink much at all. I might have, a, yeah, I yeah, might yeah, have yeah, like sure. three beers one day after work, or I might not. And you know, then I might go on a date and have a couple, or there might be a work event, a happy hour where I will right. indulge. Um, but right. I'd also, I also think it depends on when you have these drinks and how you have these drinks. Are you drinking alone? Are you drinking with friends? Are you drinking during mm. the day? Are you That's drinking after work? Is it to escape or uh, are you self-medicating or is it just to relax? Is it just, mm-hmm. you know, with dinner, you know, or something like think that? that the, yeah. Right. The, the reason is is very important. I, this yeah. is just a label, right? Yeah. Just and categorizing I, think people, that, but... I think that WebMD needs to do a better study because I think they'll find that the majority of people from ages 18 to like 35 drink more than that. So I wonder what the point of labeling somebody an alcoholic is, though. Is it is it simply for um, addiction purposes? Yeah, it is. Because okay, Um, it is because in this this is like it leaves out that major variable for for the reason that you're drinking, right? Yeah, exactly. Relaxation, and I think that that's and and anything that's 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 incredibly important. And I think that this definition this definition this definition is a little unfair. Um, Mm -hmm. because they're kind of leaving out the reason, right? Like to me, Mm -hmm. and I have alcoholics in my family, to me, an alcoholic addiction is when you cannot function Mm -hmm. without having a drink. It's like a nicotine addiction, which I will openly admit, I vape, I used to smoke a lot of cigarettes. I am very addicted to nicotine. If Mm -hmm. I don't take a puff of my vape, like (laughs) every fucking 10 minutes, I start to get anxious. So like that is an addiction. I cannot go a day without nicotine it Mm. it cannot happen i am not in a place in my life to go literally one day without nicotine but i can Mm. go like many days without an alcoholic drink Mm -hmm. no big deal Mm -hmm. no problem um so i think that's kind of really the defining line like if you have a couple drinks when you go out if you drink a little bit too much one night you wake up hungover the next day oh well like it happens we've all been there um Mm -hmm. and again what I mean is like not blacked out, stumbling, don't remember how you got home, but you know, you got a little schwasty, like it yeah. happens. Yeah. Um, I think that the core is, you know, can you operate without it? And are right. you drinking to numb something or run from something or not process something? That's right. when alcoholism, I think really starts to rear its head, but yeah, that's just my yeah. opinion of it. Right. No, I agreed. I agreed. Yeah. Um, and then here, uh, Lal Loop Sorry said, uh, I saw firsthand how this tur- excuse me, turned multiple friends and alcoholics in college. Overindulging is just uh, being the life of the party until you're 22 and don't know how to make it through the day without a drink or how to stop pouring wine at your friend's dinner party. Um, yep. That's it in a nutshell, really. Knowing you know the setting and knowing uh, when to stop and what's appropriate. I mean, yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, the next one's so good. <laughs> uh, are you talking about uh, Pastel Rebel? Yeah, dude. 
<laughs> yeah. Family bloggers exploiting their children for views. I mean, I mean honestly, look. These are I, all over YouTube, dude. They are. And listen, I agree. But at the same time, this isn't new in entertainment culture. Like child no, actors, not. parents, yeah. you know, taking yeah. their daughters parents to yeah, beauty pageants. Yeah. It's, it's not new. So unfortunately, it's been romanticized and positively portrayed for a long time in our culture. But I do agree. That's pretty fucking gross. I'll be honest. Yeah. Now, what... It, you know, I think that um, so, sometimes the kids like it. I mean, not not like it, but, um, you know, they kind of like what they're doing and and maybe the parents are filming. I, I think it's, again, with the intent, it's like, uh, is the parent forcing the child to do yes. this? Yes. Um, and like, are they on a regimented schedule that the kid is like, you know, not keeping up with or would not like to be on, but but the but the parent is is making them do it, you know? Yep. Um, every kid's got to do stuff they don't want to do, right? Like it's part of growing up. But yep. Um, when you're when your parents start exploiting and taking money for it, I think is yeah, that's when it's maybe it's the taking money thing. Is that okay? Would it be different if the parents did this? Um, uh, the kids like what they're doing, and then all the money goes to the kids' like future funds or whatever. Yeah, I think that's fine. when they're 18. I think exactly what they're saying is that the parents are basically exploiting their children and forcing yeah, yeah, them yeah. to do something and reaping benefits versus right, right. the child has expressed an interest in entertainment or acting or mm -hmm. something like that, which is then that's just them supporting their child's dream, you know, and helping yeah, them yeah. do what they want to do. I think, again, mm -hmm. it's one of those ones that there's kind of a line, but it plays. Yeah. I think it's definitely, you know, it's been romanticized and it's been a little thing that we've done in America, at least for, you know, quite some time now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I knew we were going to see this one. Uh, Mother North, social media influencers. I've never seen such gross vanity on display in my life prior to Instagram and TikTok. It's so shallow and meaningless. <laughs> mm. I couldn't have said it better, uh, Mother. Honestly, Mother North underscore. Yeah. And then uh, Creative Waltz. Yeah. I'll let you. I'll let you run it up. I just want to read this one here real quick. Uh, all oh, the God, dumb God. kids want to be an influencer, or a content creator. Not fair to say dumb. Leave the no, dumb out. Not fair at all. A not lot of kids do. Uh, out of every one hundred thousand who want to be one, maybe one or two will get that level of fame or income. It's true, um, but it's not mm. dumb. It's not dumb to have that aspiration. But yeah, go ahead, Mitchell. Well. I think cre creative waltz, uh, nine, four, six, two. I think <laughs> that, uh, you know, I, if you, if you want that, it, it I think it, it kind of comes down to like wh why you want it. Right. Like, like some people want it just for, um, the, the attention it's, it's no different than wanting to be popular. Right. Like every kid, yep. not every kid, but a, the majority of kids want to be popular. People want to be like, we're it's like, kind a of what species. we talked about on a past episode. Yeah. It's that social it, acceptance and, Social accept. I mean, yeah. we're we're a, we're a social species that yep. people want to be like. So I I think it's this guy's coming or this person is coming in coming to it from a an angle of like all influencers are bad kind of. Yeah, and it's and, it's a little bit of a boomer perspective. Like it's an older an older person's perspective, an older generation's perspective. Um, right. I think right. you know. I think we can all agree it's a little bit much right now. There's a lot, a lot, a lot of content that's being thrown mm -hmm. out there that's kind of in that vein versus. I mean, I don't even know how to really I don't think it's fair to say that because I find a lot of really great informative content on the Internet, sure, um, yeah, tutorial videos yeah. or, you know, just, you know, knowledge based videos or just, you mm -hmm. know, interesting shit like whatever. There's really great, like targeted content. But I do think there is quite a large um, I just want to get famous for dancing or being mm -hmm. pretty or, you know, whatever. Um, mm -hmm. And that goes for guys and girls. <laughs> it's not yeah. gender specific. No. Um, now, and, now from Mother North, though, you know, uh, th th this person, you know, it, they said it's shallow and meaningless. I agree. It's it's shallow. Is it meaningless, though? I know th they might have just typed that in in a couple seconds. But like, I didn't think they, they didn't pick their word choice very well. Yeah. Right. The, the, there's meaning behind these things. Right. Like yeah. even at the you could argue that everything has meaning, like everything has value. Every every yeah. piece of content is like important to somebody. Well, and it, it, it's, oh. uh, to your point, Mandy Throwaway, uh, a couple comments down, says, uh, yeah, plus for some people, it's just a hobby. Not every content mm -hmm. creator is desperate to become famous. And yeah. that's yeah. to your point exactly, Mitchell. It's true. Mm -hmm. Not everyone mm -hmm. that does this, you know, is doing it because they want to be some big star. Some people, they like learning the dance and then putting it online just to be part of the culture right it's fun right. for them and and it start i mean it could start with your friend your little, little network of maybe 100 people who you you actually know yeah. right 
and you're all on here. And this is, this is one way of communication these days. And yeah. Uh, but to say that, it, you know, to go so far as to say they want to be an influencer is they might blow up, but I mean, yeah. Um, they're probably just wanting to interact with their community. Exactly. And I think, you know, you hit the nail on the head, right? Everyone wants to be liked. Everyone wants to be involved. Everyone wants to be part of their their community and, and have a social life. And I think this is just the younger generation's way of doing that, especially in a world with COVID, right? Where mm-hmm. going out and socializing isn't as easy as it was in the past. It's a little bit concerning. And especially if you're on the younger side of things, you know, you don't have the full autonomy that someone in their 20s, 30s, 40s beyond has right Mm -hmm. so that's how you connect you connect via likes and comments and sharing that kind of stuff and it makes complete sense um i remember the myspace days i did a lot of that stuff back in the myspace days so cool sharing playlists and you know updating your profile (laughs) and like you know doing the html code to make your profile unique and stuff yeah Yeah. i mean you know it was it's kind of the same thing just expanded right it's just a more detailed and and more complex now i guess with all the algorithms Um, but, uh, yeah, Mitch, uh, what do you think? Should we keep it open for the day? I think so. That's a good one to end on, man. Let's keep it open. I agree. I agree. Guys, thank you so much for watching. This was really fun. We'll probably do another ask Reddit sometime soon. This is a great way to just kind of see, uh, what people are thinking about. I think in our society, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's kind of the same Mm -hmm. thing, right? We're just interacting. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. so in the meantime, if you haven't already, make sure you click that little bell icon below the video on YouTube. If you're catching us there, if not, go ahead and subscribe on Spotify to catch our updates and next show, which will be next week. And until then guys, what do we do? Mitchell, keep it open. Thanks y'all. See you later. Thanks for listening.